0: i I'm 4'11". I'm 5'11". We're different in many ways. But we're alike in more ways than you think. We've been best friends for 25 years spanning provinces and even countries. We're always there for each other. This is the Frenzy
1: Podcast, a story of unlikely friendship. We'll talk about our friendship through the years from the 90s to the present day and sprinkle in some pop culture, politics, feminism, and current events. And maybe a few guests along the way. So, pour a glass of your favorite beverage and sit back as we transport you to the very beginning. Do you call yourself Tan? I've never called you Tan in my life. Do people call you Tan? Okay, I have a very loud
0: and dominant inside voice. She's my best friend. She calls me Tan. She's the only one that calls me Tan.
1: That's very sweet. My inside voice is really, she's a real bitch. And she says, Julia, you're an idiot. Oh, mine is always giving me pep talks like, Tan, you can do
0: it. Don't be scared. You got this.
1: There is a voice inside my head. But no, she calls me uh, Julia, like in a scolding manner. It's not good. So yesterday,
0: I went to pick up Ella from daycare, and she was different. She was really lethargic, and sometimes she's really tired from daycare, so we just cuddled and watched cartoons, and then my mom called. Mom was like, your daughter's sick. She's not sick. She's just tired from daycare. She's sick. I know these things. I know. Take her temperature. Take her temperature. I was like, damn it, Mommy! She's sick! First
1: of all, your mom, she knows things. She knows things. She knows. It's... It's borderline scary how much she just knows things. But I'm
0: so sad that Ella is sick. Right? And then then my mom was like, on the phone, she's like, I knew it. I've been a mother for 47 years. I know these things.
1: (laughs) I feel like a bad mom because I'm like, nah, she's just tired. You're not a bad mom. But she's just, she has been a mother for 47 years. That is...
0: It's true. And she's had one sickly daughter who's always been sick growing up. So she knows the signs. That's me. That's I was the sickly child. Yeah. In case you're wondering.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I took her temperature. as was high. And I was like, I'll just give her some towel. And then that like anxiety doom spiral started to happen. Like instantly. Like I thought I was playing it cool. That's like my daughter has COVID. This is it. I'm going to have to see her in the children's hospital. I see you with tubes down her throat. Like I started to flip the F out internally and then the other voice was like trying to calm me down like okay tan that's not likely to happen kids don't get covid as much as adults it's not severe symptoms but then the other voice i call the demon anxiety voice was like shut the fuck up pep talker she is gonna die this is the end of your life oh god yeah i have two demons like that anxiety demon doesn't come out often i do not like her no i don't like her either it's a him i see the demon as a him i don't know why
1: um it's because of the patriarch
0: yeah Most likely. And so I called my sister like, Sissy, you gotta you gotta take me off the ledge here. I'm doing this like weird spiral. And she calmed me down, she's like, It's fine, just wait for the tile to kick in. And then I was calm, but like it's amazing how quickly like cool, calm
1: Tanya switches into full-on panic mode. Absolutely. And especially now. Mm -hmm. When your kid gets sick, no matter what, you're always like, Oh my god, like it's a it's a what can I do? How can I help her? That kind of thing. But during a pandemic, when one of the symptoms is a fever, yikes.
0: So that was my week, really just having Ella sick and my anxiety demon coming and going quickly. How was your week? I had a flare
1: up of my stomach. I have a stomach condition for those who don't know. And it flared up in a big way. Sometimes it can be connected to stress. And for some reason this week, just things felt super, super stressful. Like everything felt very big and stressful. I don't know why. It's a pandemic thing. It comes in waves. And I was in bed for like two or three days. Like I slept oh, a lot. And like on the third or fourth day, I woke up and I felt like hungover. I felt like I'd been hit by a truck. Like it was bad. I had a roll for lunch and coffee.
0: Oh. at least you could have coffee.
1: Yes. That's the telltale sign of like, if I'm sick. And the the other day I came downstairs to make myself coffee and I was like, oh, my stomach like turned over and I just went back upstairs.
0: Oh man, that's brutal.
1: Yeah. That's how I know something's, something's not right. If, if my stomach doesn't want coffee, no bueno. No bueno. So that was basically took up most of my week, unfortunately. Something that we Both
0: have in common that we do is we neglect our personal to do list. Yes. And we just found out that we both have to do items on our personal lists. Same things. Yeah. Same amount of time of procrastinating. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I thought I was the only one who like leaves really important things like
1: years, years. I'm talking. No, no. Well, My driver's license only expired in December, so that's not so bad. But I'm not driving right now, so it's not like I'm not on the road with an expired driver's license. But, like, you need it for stuff, for, like, ID to show people for things.
0: Yeah, I mean, mine didn't expire. I just didn't change my address since I moved three years ago. Oh, yeah, I
1: didn't do that either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's been on my to-do list. But, like, Kate, to be fair, to be fair, I was super pregnant when we moved. And then I had a baby and then I had postpartum issues. And then I went back to work early and then, you know, life and then summer, winter, summer, winter. And then here we are.
1: So also to be fair, my address changed, but I didn't move. Like my address change was foisted upon me. It was not a choice I made Love that word foisted. So I didn't think about it as an address change because I didn't go anywhere. So I kind of forgot to change some stuff. And uh, yeah, so now I have to go in person to the DMV, but at least I get a new photo. I hate my current driver's license photo. I
0: don't even remember what mine is. I don't know. And then we both need new health care cards.
1: Yep. My health card expired in November of 2019. Oh my God. How did this go without anyone noticing? I don't know. (laughs) I just lost mine about six months ago and I went for a
0: COVID test. I don't think the nurse ever gave it back to me. So I was like, sure, I'll just apply for a new one. But I have a picture of it. So I've just been using the picture of my healthcare <laughs> card. <laughs> it's like a police sketch. <laughs> I feel horrible because I work with a registry. I have no excuse. I could literally just send an email. Yeah. I just gotta do it. I think I need to build in because I honestly, personal stuff, like personal, I call it personal admin. I guess most people call it personal admin. I will procrastinate forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think once a week, I'm going to put like 20 minutes in my work calendar of just, Tanya, do your personal admin. Just do it. So shall we turn back time a little bit? By a little bit a lot? If I could turn back time. If I could turn back time. If I, I
1: watching time. that video no, and being really confused as to why she wasn't wearing pants. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. My parents went to see Cher on that tour. And she wore what? that outfit. And I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to call out my dad. My dad has a huge crush on Cher. And he had like googly eyes. When she came out of that outfit, he was like, "Uh, like, you know, in cartoons when their eyes like pop out of their head. Mr. Kinsman,
0: I did not know that. I did not know that. Let's turn back time.
1: Like share, said.
0: Okay, let's turn back time and then realize when we forward time. Most pop stars don't wear pants in their music videos. Oh my God. And Cher
1: started a trend. Absolutely. And also she was like 45 when she did that. So like props to her. Yeah. Now they're like 12. That's really inappropriate. (laughs) They're not actually 12, but they are like 18. Put some pants on. Like a mini dress. Could you do a mini dress? Like I know that was popular in
0: the 40s, you know, like showgirls. stuff and can can lines and things like that yeah dancers like they're
1: like the zig zigfried is am i saying that right zigfeld follies zigfeld dancers yeah Yeah. hi we're 90 years old we're talking about the zigfeld follies i love the (laughs) zigfeld follies i know i swear to god i was born in the wrong era listen i was watching i was watching ken burns jazz actually my mom was watching it and i came home from the drugstore the other day, and she was watching it. I said, this is Ken Burns jazz, isn't it? And she said, oh, I don't know what it is, but it's about jazz. Yeah, it was Ken Burns jazz. And I said, oh, here we go. You know, I have a lot of opinions. Can I'm just going to interject? You are 98 years old. I just came
0: back from the drugstore and my mom was watching Ken Burns jazz.
1: I came back from the drugstore where I got a phosphate. (laughs) Ah! Lana Turner was there. Oh my god, stop it. Let's dig deep and
0: find our youth spirit. Back in 1995, <laughs> how did we age so fast? How are we old cranky women already? How did this happen? Do you, you
1: think we weren't old cranky women then? Mm. <laughs> we were born old cranky women. It's yeah, true. Anyway, topic of this podcast,
0: we're finally going to get to. Sleepovers! Sleepovers. Best part. About being a young adolescent. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if
1: boys have sleepovers. Like, do boys have sleepovers? Sure they do. Did your brother have sleepovers? This is a great question. I was just thinking that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Male listeners, did you guys do sleepovers too? Or is
0: this like a predominantly like female thing? We want to know.
1: I think so. Anyway, Anyway. So, flashback. 1995. The first time I ever go to Tanya's house, the Hage household. And I already told the hot pepper story about how your dad gave me a hot pepper and told me it wasn't hot and I ate the whole thing. And your whole family laughed at me. (laughs) The very first sleepover we had at your house, I remember, we watched a lot of much music. When... We got there. We put much music on. It was probably the, the countdown every Friday night. They would count down the top hits. And there was a, new, a brand new song by a band called Oasis. The song was called Wonderwall. We'd never heard it before. We heard it the first time at the beginning of the sleepover. And we stayed up all night and watched a lot of, we probably watched movies, but we watched a lot of much music too. And by the morning, we knew it so well, we were singing every word. That's the power of a sleepover.
0: I still love that song. And I'm so glad to hear that they're getting back together and releasing a new album in time. I know. That's
1: exciting. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're assholes, but, you know. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, that was part of the 90s appeal. There was- You know what I mean? The bad boy, let's break our guitars, we all secretly hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were brothers.
0: Yeah. The best part for me for sleepovers was the junk food. Okay. Getting the like cheesiest, most artificial Dorito chips you can possibly find in the market. And we would, we'd watch much music and we would spend hours just sucking that orange powder off the Dorito chip. And then we would eat <laughs> the chip and then we'd wash it down with coke and it was glorious. And then for dessert, we had, oh, we would just make our special coffees. And then, yes, we were 12 and drinking coffee. Yes, we started at a young age. Okay? Oh, yeah. And if you say, caffeine stones your height. Well, look at Julia. It might have done it for me, but my dad's five feet tall. So I did not have a chance in life.
1: Both of my parents are about six feet tall. And my mom started drinking coffee at a young age, too. So
0: I'm going to post. I'm going to send you the graduation photo to post
1: where it's like my family and then you standing over us. Perfect. I mean like your parents are petite people. My parents are tall people. Like I don't think caffeine entered into the equation very much. No. As far as our no. height goes.
0: No, I had no chance.
1: No. Neither of us did.
0: <laughs> but I just remember it was always a treat and it felt like we did it almost every Friday we would switch houses. Usually your house cuz you had a suite set up in the basement. Yeah. You had a suite set up in the basement.
1: Yeah. Because there was a couch that somebody could sleep on and there was also like a chair that you could also like really curl up into. You could also kind of sleep in that if you didn't want to sleep on the floor, but we mostly slept on the floor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure we had sleeping
0: bags. Do you remember what your sleeping bag was? It was purple. That's all I remember.
1: We didn't have characters or anything on them. We didn't them. have characters. No. No.
0: I had a Star Wars pillowcase. I do want to say I love you so much. I, I love, love you so much. And you're the best person. However. For all you'd snore. Even at 12? Oh, uh uh-huh. This is true. Do you remember me just, like, towering over me? Like, stop snoring! (laughs) I
1: have heard that before. (laughs) You were the first to tell me I snored, though. You were the first. Did I tell you, like, not long ago, I set my phone to record by mistake, to record a video, and just put it next to my bed, and you can hear... (laughs) Me listening to a podcast to go to sleep and then all of a sudden a snoring starts to come in and it recorded for like an hour of just me snoring. I'm I'm di- <laughs> so now I've heard it. Now I've heard the snoring. Yeah, it's real. It's not bad. It's not like hacksaw bad.
0: I would describe it like a helicopter trying to <laughs> Now this is when we were twelve. I don't know what you're like now. <laughs> Don't keep in mind, we were eating a lot of sugar before we went to bed, so that probably. I happened.
1: have a deviated septum, and your
0: lactose intolerant. We did have dairy, all right. But I remember just looking at you and trying, and you're so much bigger than me. And I would try to like flip you. I don't like this. So
1: much bigger. Wait, I'm four eleven. Mm. I'm four eleven. Mm. I'm slightly larger, slightly in a very elegant way. <laughs> we're just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Your tall, petite frame.
0: Okay? <laughs> well, don't lie. At 12, you were tall,
1: petite frame. You were scrawny. Can I say that out loud? Yeah. My nickname in uh, in grade six was Beanpole. Yeah. I remember
0: just like, okay, if I just turn her over to her side, because you were on your back snoring, I'm like, I'm sure that'll stop the snoring. And I remember trying to turn you over, and then I was trapped under your long arm <laughs> that to me like, reached miles <laughs> over me, and I was like... I'm stuck here. This is how I die. I'm stuck underneath.
1: <laughs> oh, boys, I'm single. It fascinated me how deep you sleep. Oh, that must have been nice. What was that like? It's called child sleep. It's called we don't have that anymore. We're adults with so many things on our Then mind. puberty hit and everything
0: went to shit. I'm a deep sleeper when I'm asleep. Ugh. It's hard to wake me up. Yeah, I get really high sleep scores from my Fitbit.
1: What a weird brag. <laughs> <laughs> I get really high sleep scores for my Fitbit. So Does that surprise you? Um,
0: Guys, I get like top score for my sleep. Do you wanna see my
1: stats? (laughs) Listeners, she did just push up her glasses in the middle and she did that. (laughs) I will send you my stats if you wanna see it. Oh honey, I couldn't care less. I had a Fitbit because I fell into a toxic work culture situation where everybody had one and I was essentially bullied into getting one.
0: I remember you telling me about that. I hated that workplace for you. They agreed. (laughs) It wasn't a culture fit.
1: That's very true.
0: That happens. Finding the right workplace is just like dating. There has to be some commonalities in values and other Nothing is as
1: bad as dating.
0: I haven't dated in 14 years. I don't remember what
1: I it's probably like. won't date for 14 years. <laughs> I'm joking. Can you imagine right now going out and trying to meet a new person and then putting your mouth on their mouth?
0: Look, I have a hard time watching movies where people are sharing a drink or in a crowd. I'm like, don't you know? Yeah. Don't you know it's a pandemic? And I have pandemic anxiety dreams and it's always me somehow being in the States and nobody's following the rules. I somehow make it to the States and nobody's wearing a mask and people are trying to hug me or trying to kiss me. I'm like, there's a pandemic. What is wrong with you?
1: Tanya, I have to tell you this. I didn't tell you this before. I'm glad I saved it for the podcast. The other night I had a dream. You and I were in a mall. The mall was abandoned. Are there zombies? I'm not saying there were zombies, but there were some scary people we were running away from. Oh, no. I think that they were sick, and they were chasing us. Did I try to protect you? We protected each other. We were, like, action heroes. And we were, like, running through the mall, and, like, it was a multi-level mall, and there were, like, so many staircases and elevators. We, like, just barely made it into the elevator, and they were clawing at the door, you know? But also we did a little bit of light looting. Well, you have to just survive. No, we just, I took a nice bracelet. What did I take? I think you took a ring. Nice, it. Nice. And then we stopped at a Sailor Moon section and we took <laughs> t-shirts. I thought i love it. <laughs> did I leave money on the counter or do I just take it? No, we just took it. <laughs> we are running for our lives, but also look at that cute Sailor Moon sweatshirt. I mean life is short maybe gotta just be in the moment. If you're being chased and also there was it was it was also sparkly in some way the Sailor Moon shirt so we each took one. We <laughs> have to if
0: there's sparkles on it. All right, I here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm very anti gun violence. I don't want to be near guns. I don't think guns are necessary. You know how I feel about gun control. Part of me wants to learn how to shoot and i mean like sniper style in case just in case of the improbable scenario where there are zombies and i have to be really good at doing headshots i'm not talking photography i'm talking like straight up you gotta get the zombie between the
1: eyes well first of all zombies aren't real okay well who
0: would have thought we would be in a world pandemic that's fair but okay zombies aren't real Still, but there's still that like part of me that's like just learn how to do headshots, Tan. Just do it. And because you know, Jules, when it comes to hand-to-hand combat, I will. I will lose. I'm small. I'm not coordinated. I need to be the one who's like on high ground, sniping out these zombies.
1: I've I've given this some thought. First of all, I don't know if I've ever heard "snipe" used as a verb. I like it. <laughs> Secondly, thanks. You say this like we've discussed it, or I would think of that. No, I don't know how you would be at hand-to-hand combat. That's never occurred to me. You're not a violent person. I don't think you've ever gotten in a fight. I've never gotten in a fight. I don't think about this stuff. If there's a zombie apocalypse, which can't happen because they don't exist, I would be be eaten within seconds. I would last seconds. I I know this. I'm not... I don't have a preparedness kit. No, that's why the pandemic scares me. we got to hunker down and I need to know how to shoot a gun. I am so screwed. I don't like guns. I think your bloodthirst is weird. Also, know what plants you can eat in
0: the woods, in case it comes to that. Yeah, because probably your app that you want to download to check for that might not work in a zombie apocalypse. You have to memorize
1: this shit. I'll tell you that I bought a hair conditioner that has aloe in it and i didn't realize to look got on my face and my face started stinging i'm allergic to aloe did you uh listen to that podcast i can't
0: remember what it was with rami malik it's like an end of the world podcast story oh no i didn't it's really really good and it made me want to pursue like non technology life skills in the event like something that that would never happen it's really good i have to look it up i can't remember what it's called hold on i'm going to type it up right now i love rami malik Love him so much. Blackout. Blackout. The podcast is called Blackout. It's really scary and it's really good.
1: I don't think I want to listen to that during a pandemic. I listened to it prior to the pandemic. It was really good. Rami Malik's great. He was really excellent in Bohemian Rhapsody, an otherwise highly flawed film. I never saw it. I would say you don't need to, but the part at the end where he's very good as Freddie Mercury, the part at the end where they like redo Live Aid is very entertaining. But just watch the their Live Aid performance. It's on YouTube. It's widely considered to be one of the greatest live rock performances of all time. Like, that's not hyperbole. Oh. Julia's music nerd stuff that Terry doesn't care about.
0: It's just, you're a very particular snob.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, well... Yeah, I am a snob. What do you mean? How am I a very particular snob? What do you mean? Like, you're very
0: particular about certain things I think a lot of people wouldn't be particular about. Like, didn't he win an Oscar for it? Oh, he won an Oscar.
1: Wasn't it, like, highly, uh, critically acclaimed? It was not not critically acclaimed. No. But he did win an Oscar for it, and I think that that's deserved because his performance was excellent. There were story issues. It's really hard to do, like, a biopic, especially when it's music. Maybe it's because we're musicians. I don't need somebody to explain to me how songs are written. And also Mm -hmm. it's always oversimplified and stuff. It's just a little, their explanation of Bohemian Rhapsody when Freddie brings it into the studio is like a little oversimplistic. Like, yeah, we know they don't, they didn't like it because they thought it wouldn't work.
0: You really are making me want to watch this. I think you should. Yeah, maybe I'll watch
1: it. Maybe I'm being too harsh on it because I have a real fondness for Queen. You have a lot of knowledge. I don't have a lot of like. I don't think it's a movie made for Queen fans. I think it's a movie made for like mainstream audiences who don't know stuff about Queen and Freddie Mercury. You know, movie I really want to see
0: with Rami Malek, The Little Things, that's coming out with Denzel Washington oh. and uh, Jared Leto. It's like a 90s style murder mystery. Looks really good. And Jared Leto. He's a super creepy, he must be the serial killer, like,
1: prime suspect. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of 1995, he went from being, like, one of our, like, number one crushes. It was Jordan Catalano, I mean. Jordan Catalano. And now I look at him and I'm like, he's a cult leader in the making, right? Okay, well, I was, you know,
0: YouTube streaming early morning one day when I woke up, like, at 5 a.m. wide awake. And I was watching an interview with him on Jimmy Fallon, I think. And he was saying how
1: he didn't. OK, stop. I baby. didn't make a face. OK, you made a face. You made a face. I will never forget um, when that man tousled Trump's hair. I thought it was a brilliant move. It, kind of, it
0: made him look dumb. It made Trump look dumb. Who tousles a future president's hair? Nobody. It made him look It's like dumb. making
1: fun of Hitler's mustache.
0: Yeah, but nobody knew he was going to be Hitler yet.
1: I mean, we Jimmy Fallon would have going. made fun of Hitler's mustache and asked to touch it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Ah. Everyone, that's the sound that everyone who's ever known me has made at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moment when someone gets exhausted with Julia. That's what that sound is. <laughs> Happens a lot. Guys, anyway, still single, still single.
0: I'm going to teach you about personal brand development because you're not selling yourself here. <laughs> you lie until you entrap them and then they get to know the real you anyway i was watching the interview on jimmy fallon didn't make a face that time and jared leto was saying how he was on a silent meditation retreat for two weeks while the pandemic was happening and he didn't know anything was happening until he drove home and opened his phone and everything was shut down. Everything was on lockdown. Like, he was in shock.
1: What a nightmare. A nightmare.
0: Oh. Uh, hmm Wow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, that's an apocalyptic storyline. That is like, <sighs> totally. I woke up. And, like, the city's totally. deserted. Let's talk about the morning. Sure. Of sleepovers. Because those were just as important. We were always super tired. And, but, at your house, what I looked forward to the most... Guys, Lebanese people don't do this. We don't have this for breakfast, okay? White people got this made. They understand <laughs> breakfast food. Your dad will have the griddle on. A griddle, an actual griddle, and he'll be making us pancakes and egg McMuffins. Egg McMuffins. He even had the little um, circle things where you crack the egg in it. Oh my God, I loved breakfast at your house. Oh, He used to take Julia,
1: that. that little circle and he would like, like a cookie cutter. Right.
0: I loved Those egg McMuffins. I shouldn't call them egg McMuffins because it's not like McDonald's.
1: People know what you mean when you say that. Yeah. Those were good good mornings. My dad still is a very breakfast person, so he would put, like, a lot of care into that. And he would do that for you because you're family. You're our little Tanya. So
0: sweet. Meanwhile, my dad would have, you know, the shy, which is tea, and with his cinnamon sticks and Earl Grey bags of tea in it which is
1: really Your good. Your dad, to this day, will still be like, Julia, here, I'll make you something. And he'll go away to the kitchen. <laughs> every time. And a few minutes later, he'll come back with some beautiful cup, like a cup and saucer and like a beautiful like silver spoon. And he'll set it down and he'll set down like honey and sugar and milk. And he'll say, okay, now here, you can just drink it as it is. Or And he'll explain what the kind of tea is and where the leaves come from. And once he brought me the a big bag of like the leaves and he said, just smell, just smell it. And then he was like, you could have it like this. Do whatever you like, but just here, this is for you. And it was clearly like he put so much care and love into it. It was just for me. The nicest, like like fine china, like treating me like the queen. Ugh. That's my
0: dad. We're so lucky we have such good dads.
1: And I just felt like so loved and and taken care of. And still, he still does that. My sister is
0: doing all the grocery runs for my parents. That's a whole other. That's a whole other episode because obviously we sure. want them out and about. And she went. My dad was out of his tea cinnamon sticks. She went to six different stores because the thought of daddy being without his tea cinnamon sticks broke her
1: heart. So she searched all over Halifax. That is so sweet. But yeah, that is an essential George Hage item. Mm -hmm. He has to have all of his things. Our dads are both very particular in what they like and what they need. And like they have routines and things should be a certain way. Yeah. Well, Jules, I guess
0: that wraps it up for our sleepover podcast. Thanks for joining us as we explore childhood in the 90s sleepovers, which was the most innocent, beautiful time. And looking back, it's just... Really nice, warm memories of being at each other's houses and feeling loved by both sets of parents.
1: When COVID is over, I want us to have, like, another sleepover like that again. Even though we're old now. Oh my god, I don't care. Sleepovers are great. still fun. We should do an episode of sleepovers as <gasps> yes. an adult. Yes. That would be so much fun. We'd probably go to bed at, like, we wouldn't make it past 1am, but still. Look, we well, get a
0: really fancy charcuterie board, nice wine,
1: A good movie. Mm -hmm.
0: A really good movie. And then in the morning, we would go out for brunch because we don't want to cook our own brunch.
1: When things are normal again and we're all vaccinated. Brunch, I miss it so much. Eggs Benedict. Avocados on everything. All of it. French toast.
0: The lattes. the The lattes. The Americanos. The incentive to actually dress up. There's no incentive. I don't do my hair anymore. What's the point?
1: What do I have to prove and who do I have to prove it to?
0: Just kidding. (laughs) If you want to share your sleepover stories with us, you can post it on our Instagram comments when we do a post about this or send us an email. We love getting emails from you. And thank you for listening. And we hope someday soon we might see you at brunch.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to send us an email to tell us about your friendships, you can email us at frenzypodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at frenzypodcast. See you next time.